We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope that you're having a really great week. It's great to have you here listening. As always, if you love what I do and you love this podcast, please leave a review or reach out and connect and tell me what you're loving, what you're not loving, and if there's any topics that you want me to talk on, you know where you can find me. It's all in the show notes. So today's episode, I really wanted to talk about why social media followers are not the only metric you need to worry about in your business and why, yes, social media is a really great platform. It's this free way that we've managed to be able to connect with people, sometimes paid, but it's, it is this great, amazing tool. But I think especially with all the hype around Instagram and TikTok and all of the things now and how much time we've had at home stuck. So more people have been scrolling. You can see in the statistics, it's really like doubled. I can't really like remember right off the top of my head, but there is this great statistic around how much time people are spending on their phones now in lockdowns um, and when they're obviously unable to have connection in other ways. So social media has really helped people connect in a time where they felt disconnected. But it's also caused businesses and I see it on my own social media and I see it um, in my clients. There's this real worry about where their social media metrics are sitting. And the thing about social media is it's quite brutal. Now, especially let's go to LinkedIn. Okay, let's let's focus on LinkedIn for a few moments. LinkedIn is a fabulous content creation platform because no one else on there is creating content. So if you're on there frequently, you're doing videos, you're putting yourself out there, you are in one of the top 1% users of LinkedIn. Now, the brutal thing about LinkedIn is everyone in there is a little bit of a stalker. They're all just hanging out, watching what you're doing, like, you know, reading what you're posting. They're really getting involved. But unless you put something extraordinary out there, like, you know, something really brave or something that you've achieved in your business, people won't really engage because in their head, and I broke this down for a client today, when people read your post, look at your photo, they think they've engaged because they've read it. So in their head, they're like, oh, cool. So Beck is doing this. That's really cool. Okay. Then they keep scrolling. They forget to like, right? Because when you look at the layout of LinkedIn, do you, if you, if it's, if it's a long post and, you know, there's a fair bit to read, by the time they've gotten to it and there's an image, the like button's not that easy to get to. So that's LinkedIn, okay? So you've got a lot of people stalking you, watching your stuff. You can see from the views. When you look at the views and the likes, there's never a correlation. You're always like, why have 2,000 people viewed this post and only 30 people liked it? right? And it's frustrating, but people are watching. People are always watching you on LinkedIn. They're just not engaging with you. And especially depending on their, you know, where they're at in their career or the type of client that you have on LinkedIn really depends on how engaged they are in social media. So for them, they might actually not want to really put out that they're on the platform. Like that's why they have on like LinkedIn, they have the, um, what real stalker mode which I've got switched on (laughs) so people can't see who's looked at your profile. You know, you can hide that. 
So obviously people, depending on their their level of comfort, depends on how much they're willing to engage with you. So that's LinkedIn. Instagram is my favorite because everyone's obsessed with Instagram right now, which is weird, right? Because Instagram, Instagram frustrates me, to be completely honest, because they started out this kick-ass platform. When they launched, they overtook Facebook in no time. So obviously Mark, our mate Mark, bought them out. Then, ever since Mark's bought them out, they've lost their identity. Instagram's busy trying to follow every shiny other platform that's created. And anything that they can't follow or mimic or create the same as, they just swallow up. And it's frustrating because actually if it just stood on its own and was the platform that we all knew and loved, you know, fair enough, grow. Give people things that they do want and things that they're clearly engaging with because they're looking at other platforms for that. It is obviously easier if everything's in the one spot. But my pet peeve is reels because if I see another reel where someone puts so much content that it becomes overwhelming to try and read it all and they tell me to just press my screen and do a screenshot, oh, I'm in it, just die. Because it is not the purpose of Instagram to have to use it that way. And it's not It's not even that it's not the purpose of Instagram. It's actually not helpful or useful for a consumer to have to do that. It's annoying and I'm annoyed and I'm pretty sure everyone else, if they were really honest with themselves, it annoys them and it feels overwhelming. We already have so much information coming at us every single day. We know. We know how many times, like I think in America, the average American sees upwards of 100,000 ads a day, right? So imagine what we have in Australia. I wouldn't say it's much behind that. So when you just see constant stuff popping up and that most reels are an advert, They're not this beautiful educational thing that they're meant to be. No, it's like five signs that you're dealing with stress. Okay, cool. But you want me to buy your anti-stress program for $5.95 and it's going to run three weeks and then I join your community and blah. So on Instagram, a lot of people look at other people's pages and like they've got 50,000 followers. Well, firstly, you don't know how your competitor got them. They could be in one of those engagement groups, which Instagram is going to knock them down eventually anyway. They could have bought a whole bunch of fake followers. They could be using hashtags that actually want... So there's certain hashtags that um, will attract fake followers. So they could have that. These people don't... These people could be so off their target market that you're better off with your, I know I've got um, like maybe 800 and something, you're better off with your 800 and something than someone that's got 60,000 and well, couldn't service that 60,000 people if they were actual customers <laughs> and they're 60,000 people that might not be the right target or they're watching you to spy on you to see what you do. So be really careful about judging yourself and how many followers, likes, and and things that you get on social media, what I urge you to really notice is how many people are sending you messages about your services. How many of those people that are following your page are actually your target and actually might buy from you in the future? How many of those people, if you put a message out asking them to give you their email, How many people are that engaged? Because if they're not willing to pass over an email or they're not willing to talk to you in a DM, (laughs) they're never going to buy from you. They're cold. They're so cold. 
And we know that you've got to warm these people up. And maybe it's because they've just started following you, so they don't really know you that well. But generally on a social media account, if someone's not willing to have a chat with you in a DM, it's kind of a red flag because if you're not selling to them and you're just trying to connect, social media is about connection. I get the thing that annoys me the most, and I'll wrap it up soon, but the thing that annoys me the most is someone will start following me, ask me about what I do, my business, and then the next one, like the third message will be so long and just a sales pitch and I just lose interest instantly. I'm like, I'm not even bothering replying. I'll just love heart it so it looks like I've engaged with you and that's it. So this is why I say like don't get caught up in social media followers and the numbers and the metrics because, I mean, and we know that Facebook really, you have to pay to play now. Um there is a book called 1 Million Followers that I listened to and he claimed to get a million followers in a month organically. Bullshit. He paid for it. <laughs> he actually has a chapter in the book about how he ended up paying. So my point about Facebook is it's very rare to build huge followings. Look, it can be done. You can still build big followings. Um but most majority of the time I would say that people have kind of paid for that engagement and then even when you get the followers on Facebook, you generally have to advertise to them in order for them to see your content anyway. So I feel like Facebook is, um, look, it is dying. Um, I could get slayed for saying that, <laughs> but that's my personal opinion. I don't push my customers to spend too much time on Facebook unless they really have a market that's on there. I have a new customer that's market really is on Facebook and I'm working with her in my coaching to really help her build that Facebook, you know, following because I have worked in Facebook for, for many, many years. Um, OG Facebook marketer. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think um, it is a bit of a dying platform. But, yes, back to my point for today, don't stress about your social media metrics. What you should be stressing about is how many leads are coming in. And if your leads aren't coming in from social media and all the work and you're getting more followers or, you know, you're doing more stuff, well, maybe your message is wrong or maybe you're not attracting the right people with the right hashtag strategy or the right strategy in general. Maybe you do need to be a little bit more salesy. Ew, right? But really getting that message right, your platform right, your channel right, and how you're going to communicate with those people right instead of just getting disheartened about the numbers. That's my tip for you for today. I've gone really long today because I'm quite passionate about this social media stuff because I personally have suffered from a lot of comparisonitis when it comes to social media. I'm like, I'm a marketing account and I don't have huge amounts of followers that's because all of the followers I actually have on my account are highly engaged and I'm really quite lucky with that. I don't really attract too many bots and like my plum service account is really, and my plum marketing account, it's really unique to who I'm servicing in that, that space. So if I had 60,000 followers, could I service them all? No. <laughs> so really I want to be highly, highly strategic about who I'm who am I attracting that to that account and how they can engage with me? Because although I do obviously, and I do work with a lot of customers with my marketing coaching, um, and I'm able to help a lot of people in that respect, when it comes to actually 
you know, executing marketing strategies and doing the work, there's only so many customers I can actually have um, before I kind of, you know, get a lot of out, outside help and contractors and VAs and all of the things. But that's that's a big thing. Um, we won't go into how plump works. <laughs> but yeah, that is my point. Don't stress too much about the metrics. I promise that you're doing a great job so long as your strategy is on point, your message is on point, and you know exactly who it is you're trying to attract. And it's okay to niche. So do it if you need to. I hope it's been helpful today. As always, you know where you can find me. I'll put everything in the show notes. If you've loved this episode, if you love Marketing Espresso, leave me a review. And if there's anything that's resonated or any questions that you have, please reach out. You know that I love to have a chat. It's actually a real problem. Um, But reach out, we'll have a chat and we'll connect and that would be great. Have a good week. 